Hello, your host Maria Scruggs here, happy to be with you today. Welcome to the Recovery Voice Podcast. Relationships, that was a tough episode. Hopefully I gave you a few things to think about. In the last episode, I recommended taking care of yourself too, which kind of goes without saying, but it never hurts to be reminded, which brings us to today's topic, self-care. Now, self-care is a tough one to explain because it looks very different to everyone. Self-care is about balance. It is about getting your hair done and practicing meditation, but it is also taking a hard look at your life and getting rid of those things and relationships that no longer serve you and incorporating new things that will potentially help you. Self-care is not always face masks and pedicures, but it is also working on becoming assertive, finding your spirituality, and very concrete things such as following up with doctor's appointments, taking your medicines as prescribed, getting enough sleep, etc. Self-care has become a popular buzzword. It has been commercialized and even gendered. I have talked to some of my guy friends and they think that this whole self-care thing is just for girls, but it is not. Self-care is for everyone, no matter your gender or social status or how much money you have in your bank account, because self-care is not about spending money. A problem I have had with the commercialization of the idea of self-care is that it usually feels like we have to add all these things to our already full to-do list, or pay for new things that we probably can't afford or are weary about spending money on, or things that we are lacking the motivation for. But it is not self-care if it is adding burden to your life. Sounds simple, doesn't it? Kind of. What exactly is quote unquote adding burden to your life? When we are going through a depressive episode, everything seems to be a burden, am I right? But we have to make an effort to really tease out what is really a burden and what is not. For example, not exercising at all may seem like self-care, but exercise helps our health in so many different ways. It immediately increases the feel-good hormones, for example. Not only does it help our mental well-being, but our physical well-being too. So as burdensome as it may sound to exercise, we might want to squeeze in a few minutes a day because in the long run, it will be beneficial. Self-care may very well be eating that pint of ice cream after a breakup because it will make us feel better in the short term, but it is more important to get a balanced diet full of nutritious food because this will bring benefits in the long term. Self-care is really about balance and weighing our options and figuring out the long-term benefits of doing it versus not doing it. Ending that toxic relationship, if you're like me that I like to avoid conflict and are somewhat of a people pleaser, ending a toxic relationship may seem incredibly burdensome. But once again, getting rid of our toxic relationships may be a good thing. Just imagine, in the long run, how much happier you would be if you didn't have toxicity thrown at you on a regular basis. So go ahead, make an effort to end that toxic relationship. Getting your hair done is an example of self-care. If you go to a salon to get it done, it may not be great for your finances, but dragging a comma across your hair and doing it yourself will not affect your finances, and you will still reap the benefits of feeling better about yourself by looking better. There are some self-care non-negotiables, in my opinion. What do I mean by that? I mean the the non-negotiables, the things about self-care that can't be put off indefinitely because they help with your well-being. I have condensed it to six things. Hydration, hygiene, eating, moving, reaching out to people, 
and getting enough sleep. Number one, hydration. We are made mostly of water, so it makes good sense to keep hydrated. Not so good things start to happen when we are dehydrated, and it goes without saying, it can have terrible consequences if we don't drink water. Self-hygiene. That's number two. Taking regular showers. It doesn't even have to be every day, but maybe every other day or whenever it's possible, as regularly as possible. It will help with feeling better. And wearing clean clothes. Even if you don't plan on getting out of the house today, reach for a set of clean clothes, not pajamas. It may help with giving you a sense of purpose and with feeling better about yourself. Number three, eating. Eat at regular intervals, healthy, nutritious foods. Eat something with protein, not just simple carbs. Don't just reach for that chocolate bar. Perhaps try some hummus or a handful of nuts. Number four, moving. This doesn't necessarily mean high-intensity interval training and lifting weights or going to the gym. I'm talking about just stretching your legs or walking around the block. Now, I live in Chicago, so sometimes weather is a factor for getting out. If it is safe to do so, get in your car or the bus and go to the mall or to a big box store like Target and walk around. Number five, reaching out to people. You don't even have to reach out to talk about your problems and be gloom and doom. You can just call and text to say, hey, how are you doing? Been thinking about you today. Be sure it is someone you know in person. You know, reaching out to someone you follow on social media who you don't know in person may not be the best idea. Just putting it out there. But if that's all you got, go for it. Good old human interaction can work wonders for our mood and motivation. And number six, get enough sleep. I'm not talking about spending all day lying in bed. I'm talking about getting seven to eight hours of sleep at night. Do your best to make it a comfortable environment. Ditch your smart screens an hour or two before going to bed and catch your Z's. Sleep is an important part of our body's restoration system. Practice sleep hygiene. Sleep literally restores us, so give it a go. And for my male listeners, as you see, these self-care options I presented are pretty much any gender. All genders need to keep hydrated, stay clean, eat, move, and sleep. What else is self-care? It is making sure you do your work, but have some fun. It is having a hobby you enjoy and not turn it into a source of stress by making it a side hustle. It is having hope and acting according to your values. It is removing yourself from toxic environments to be able to flourish. It is doing the hard work, taking care to not burn out. It is making sure your cup is full so you can keep pouring, so you can keep tending to the things that matter. Questions? Comments? Be sure to go over to the Recovery Voice Podcast website at www.recoveryvoicepodcast.com. Invite a friend or relative to listen in. Be sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you follow podcasts. Also, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at recovery underscore voice. That's recovery underscore voice. Did you find value in this podcast? Help support the, this podcast at www.recoveryvoicepodcast.com support. And you will find the button to donate to keep this podcast going. That's www.recoveryvoicepodcast.com support. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time.